3: Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything.
2: It's Thursday, July 22nd. I'm Oscar Ramirez from the Daily Dive podcast in Los Angeles, and this is Reopening America. Largely driven by the pandemic, drug overdoses and homicides, U.S. life expectancy fell by one and a half years in 2020. This is the biggest decline since World War II. The group that fared the worst were Hispanic men who had a drop of 3.7 years. Life expectancy is an important number because it's a measure of a nation's well-being and prosperity. Betsy McKay, senior writer at the Wall Street Journal, joins us for the big drop. Thanks for joining us, Betsy. It's nice to be here. I wanted to talk about life expectancy in the United States. You know, obviously we just came out of the pandemic. It was one of the top killers in the country last year, but that coupled with drug overdoses, which we just recently talked about, Homicides, all of this is driving the life expectancy down. It fell by 1.5 years for 2020. And Hispanic men suffered the largest decline in all of this. So, Betsy, what are we seeing in the numbers with this?
1: Well, first of all, so yes, the U.S. life expectancy fell by a year and a half, 1.5 years. And that's the largest drop in generations. I mean, basically, since the middle of World War. Two, just to put it in perspective. Normally, life expectancy changes by like a tenth of a year or two tenths of a year. So this is huge. And three quarters of it is basically due to the pandemic. I mean, there were 385,000 deaths last year. Many researchers and public health officials argue that a lot of those deaths were preventable, but nonetheless, they were deaths. So we would have had, just with COVID alone, we would have had a drop in life expectancy. Then you throw on top of it a 30% increase in deaths from drug overdoses, rising homicides in inner cities, and a couple other factors. One was chronic liver disease, which is from heavy, heavy alcohol use. So it's a pretty, pretty bleak picture for 2020 with a lot of factors going on. And many of them were, were in fact tied to the COVID pandemic itself.
2: Why is life expectancy important as a number? How do we use that as a measure of how well the country is doing?
1: It's based on mortality in a given year, how many people died and, you know, the ages they were. Obviously, someone who dies younger, is that's more lost years of life. And then ultimately, it's a measure of a nation's health and well-being and prosperity. I mean, wealthy nations have growing life expectancy. People live longer. They live healthier lives. They get better health care. They live in safer cleaner environments, clean water, clean air, you know. And so when there are declines in an advanced nation, that's really a sign of societal problems or catastrophic events.
2: As you've been mentioning, the pandemic has a lot to do with this. We still haven't seen the full effects that the pandemic has taken on us. You know, that's going to be borne out over the next few years, it seems like. Throughout the pandemic, we saw a lot of people skipping treatment for whatever it is, you know, diabetes, high blood pressure. These are going to have long-term effects that we'll see later on. Tell us who fared the worst in all of this. As I mentioned, Hispanic men had a a particularly sharp dip on this.
1: In general, Hispanic and Black populations fared disproportionately. White populations also not not so great. But Hispanic men, it really stands out. Their life expectancy declined by 3.7 years. So if you think that the national average was 1.5 years, for them, 3.7 The explanations are a couple. One, obviously the COVID-19 pandemic that the CDC estimated that 90% of the decline for the Hispanic population was due to COVID. Many people work in jobs that put them at increased risk of exposure, right? Frontline jobs, service. They were out there working in person during the height of these surges and while others were working remotely and, and much safer. And then... Many families live in multi-generational homes, more crowded conditions, where it's harder to isolate after you've been infected and the disease spreads faster. The other factor is that many of the Hispanic people who died were younger, and so that affected their life expectancy.
2: Yeah, when we're seeing a lot of rising cases, a lot of it was attributed to families living in these multi-generational homes. And as you mentioned, everybody's out and about having to go out and work. The exposure was high for a lot of them the pandemic did take a greater toll on life expectancy in the U.S. than other advanced nations as well as as what we're seeing in some of the data too.
1: Yeah, I spoke with a researcher who did a study, published a study about a month ago, kind of projecting what U.S. life expectancy was for 2020 and comparing how the U.S. fared against other peer countries, advanced, you know, high-income nations in life expectancy between 2018 and 2020. What he found was that the other countries... They certainly were affected by the pandemic, but on average, life expectancy decreased by 0.2, so a fifth of a year, basically. And in some countries, New Zealand, for example, life expectancy rose last year. So we are definitely an outlier. And this is kind of furthering a trend with the point he made in in his piece. It's furthering a trend that has been going on for years in which the gap, between life expectancy in the US and peer countries is widening. Ours is getting worse while theirs continues to improve.
2: Definitely. And then as you mentioned, the article two, birth rates are lower here in the United States uh, than they were. You know, we thought we were going to get a big baby boom throughout the pandemic and that didn't pan out also. So just a lot of things to think about as far as how the pandemic has affected us here in the United States. Betsy McKay, senior writer at The Wall Street Journal. Thank you very much for joining us. Thank you for having me. I'm Oscar Ramirez, and this has been Reopening America. Don't forget that for today's big news stories, you can check me out on the Daily Dive podcast every Monday through Friday. So follow us on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts.
0: Tired of endless diets and weight loss struggles? It's time to say goodbye to frustration and hello to results.